into my astrology journal, um, aka podcast. Uh, I don't really know if it's taken the concrete shape of a regular podcast yet because I'm still playing with formats and what exactly I want it to be and look like. Um, and so right now I do feel like an audio journal is a little bit more descriptive of what it is. And um, yeah, so I am sitting here and I'm going over my notes from uh, the reading that I did yesterday and looking at it now with fresh eyes today and I have some more insights into today and the energies going around today. I brought up in the previous episode all of the squares that are happening in Capricorn with Pluto, Vesta, Mars, and Venus, and I put that there could be, like, confrontation today or, you know, like, heightened energy, and I didn't really discuss the not-so-obvious and literal ways that those energies could be manifested, so for me specifically, Um, I have nobody to fight with today. (laughs) Well, actually, I did kind of get into a little spat over a text message earlier, um, but I live alone. And so maybe these energies are different depending on if you even see people today, for example. But um, depending on your situation, it's going to look different. So those energies can also manifest as just like tension or not knowing what to do. Like, maybe you're feeling stuck. And so, I wanted to go over, so yeah, some more ways that you can deal with the energies happening and ways that they could be manifesting in your life, other than just, uh, like, the obvious one of having difficulties with other people. Um, And I was thinking more about this square, specifically with Pluto and Vesta. The moon uh, is the Aries moon is square with Pluto and Vesta, and I said yesterday that I thought there could be issues with maturity and discipline, and the reason I say that is because the moon is in Aries right now, which is considered the youngest sign. It's the sign that represents childhood. It's early spring. It is. Um, it's considered the first sign of the zodiac people with a um, sun or moon or rising sign in Aries can have a childish nature in a lot of ways. I am an Aries and I can definitely vouch for that. (laughs) Um, But human beings are very, very complicated. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that you will always be immature, hopefully, you know, it's hard for me to say I'm biased in this case. But generally, that's what astrologers see Aries as is a sign of youth and that that energy that goes along with youth and the square with Pluto and Capricorn is so Pluto is the god of death and maybe even sacrifice to some degree and Capricorn is discipline it's conjunct Vesta with which represents the home hearth And so when I talk about having issues with maturity and discipline, it comes from this formation. Um, And the conjunction with Vesta and the home 
you know, it's a Saturday, so a lot of people are at home right now, and maybe there's chores that you're struggling to do, you know, maybe your home is physically a mess, maybe it's not an issue with your relationships with other people, but your relationship with the home itself. There is also the square that comes into effect with Mars and Venus, but Mars and Venus can normally be considered a romantic relationship, right? Uh, Because Venus is the goddess of love. However, there's single people out there. There's asexual people out there. There's people who are not near their significant other out there. Um, There's a lot of different situations, so it doesn't necessarily have to manifest as an issue in a romantic relationship. It can also manifest in your energy level, as Mars is considered your willpower and drive, and Venus also can represent creativity, and um, not like, like she can be considered as the goddess of love, like the ability to procreate, you know, sex, um, but also creative energy in general, like you, like creating art or if you work professionally as a, um, a potter or a painter or something that you're making things with your hand, that you make art to sell, for example, um, that is still under the realm of Venus. And I was talking in the episode from yesterday about Mercury being the um, sort of figure that governs jobs but it's jobs relating to communication. So where your job is governed in an astrological chart and what planets affects it really depends on what your job is. And um, although money and capitalism kind of to a degree governs everything, so Mercury does have an influence on it, it can also be affected by Venus if maybe you work in the entertainment industry, for example, and Venus could be associated with that and Mercury and so it's not a hard and fast rule of like this is this this is governed by this planet and this is governed by that planet it's all kind of fuzzy lines and just like general feelings and it really depends on the individual where they are their chart what they what their life looks like and things like that and Yeah, so just some more stuff to reflect on. And um, I had said, like, it's best just to keep your head low this day. And I I remember saying that in the last episode. And I also wanted to talk about that because not everybody can. You know, if you have something scheduled for the day, you can't just keep your head down and bear through it. You know, maybe some of us can. But the... The squares can also bring up this feeling of restlessness, and it can be very difficult to just keep your head down. You know, maybe if there feels like there's a very pressing issue that you need to deal with. The squares, even though the energy isn't flowing well, or the energy is getting stuck in that square, and there's some sort of conflict, whether internally, externally, or both, um, non-action isn't always an option. You have to deal with the energy sometimes. And also, keeping your head down, um, it doesn't always stop the thoughts and the conflicts within ourselves. 
not everybody is a zen master who can just stop their thoughts with their own willpower Uh, especially not now since our willpower represented by mars is square to us so there's a lot of um tension today that's a i think that is a good word to to um describe it and there's also a sextile formation with saturn and saturn again represents limitation and represents um fatigue and low energy and the square with mars accentuates that so there don't be too hard on yourself today do try to take it easy you there likely will be difficulty the square with saturn breaks at 3 p.m today so or at 3 15 p.m to be exact and there's also another sextile happening with lilith which Lilith represents not only the things that we don't know and the dark side of the moon, but also the things that we don't want to know, that we don't want to look at. So there could be some painful realizations that come up along with all these squares, and that implies not just difficult things that coming up that you would have a problem dealing with normally, but, you know, all the tension... Um, It's like the worst timing possible to get bad news or something. Um, Hopefully nobody gets any bad news, but it does happen. Um, You don't always have control over these things. Life happens. So, try not to think too hard. Um, Know that the day will pass. If you can have grounding exercises, and you do have grounding exercises... It could be really helpful to implement that. Maybe even going for a walk or having some really like low tension physical exercises can help uh, counteract the low energy that the planets are putting on us right now. Um, And yeah it'll it'll be over it'll be over soon enough the the moon will go into void at 8 p.m so we're going to finish off all this tension of the the moon passing through aries this last bit with the moon going into void at 8 p.m tonight until midnight so maybe that's the very end of some of our days and maybe even some of us will be sleeping through part of that um But the moon going into void, it can mean that things get a little crazy. I talked about this in the in the last episode, but I'll go over it again in a little bit more detail now, so that there's no need to go back um, if you don't want to. But um, I talked yesterday about the moon going into void as being like a signal being lost, like a directional, like the like your Wi-Fi signal. I think is what I compared it to, and I actually was talking about it with my sister yesterday as well and I don't know if that is like the best way to describe it (laughs) uh it I mean it's it's similar to that but the moon going into void literally means it's changing signs and when it's in between two signs so it's changing from Aries right now to Taurus so that that state of immaturity 
which isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes the, like, I, I am an Aries, so I have to defend myself here a little bit. It is a sign of immaturity and childishness. However, those things are not always bad traits to have. They just, there's always a good and bad side to everything, and it just happens to be under a lot of pressure right now, um, and not extremely useful. And so the move from the move from Aries to Taurus is is pretty well timed and it's a time to relax and let go as well like the moon going into void doesn't have to mean everything goes crazy it could just mean you know like your own mind needs to disconnect sometimes um maybe do something fun do something that's not going to take a lot of planning and thinking if, if at all possible, and it's not always possible, um, but yeah, do the, the best you can to not become too invested in anything happening around that time, if possible, (laughs) if it's not possible, you know, it'll, it's only going to be a few hours, so it's not going to be the end of the world, and, um, tomorrow is a new day, and a new moon, not literally a new moon, but the moon will be in a new sign in Taurus, and I may do another check-in tomorrow and go over Sunday in a little bit more detail, because I found it useful to reflect back on the reading in this case. So thank you for listening, and good luck with today, and have a wonderful weekend. Thank you.